Welcome to the MongoDB Podcast. My name is Michael Lynn, your host. Today's show, the first in a series of episodes recorded live at mongodb.local.london. In this first episode, I sit down with two industry veterans, Matt Acey and Joe Drumgool. They've both got amazing experience with MongoDB and they share their insights, their perspective on where MongoDB has been, where it's going, especially in light of the things we learned at the conference. So if you didn't make the conference, we got you covered. Stay tuned, you're gonna learn all about it. I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll see if we can play guess the voice. One of us is more veteran-y than the other. <laughs> <laughs> so sitting with me, Matt Acey, and welcome, Joe Drumgool. Lovely to be here. Yeah. Which, which one of us is more veteran-y? Oh, I, I think, think I was here first. I, I, I think I've got more yards. <laughs> you definitely have more yards, but I Wait, think... Dr- drunken yards? Or... <laughs> I don't do that anymore, okay. Mike. I'm a, I'm a senior director now. Uh, I'm not allowed to drink beer. <laughs> Great. Well, for the audience's sake, Matt, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, tell us who you are and what you do. Matt Acey, and I have been here both the longest and the shortest of, of the folks that are here right now. I was here seven years ago, and uh, back, in the, back in the day, I ran community, marketing, business development, whatever was needed to be done, and it was early days at that time. And now just recently came back about two months ago and run Partner Marketing. So I work uh, with our partners and try to help them be successful with MongoDB. Fantastic. What year was it when you were here first? I think I joined in either late 2012 or two th- early 2013. I can't remember exactly when, but and left late 2014. Yeah, fantastic. Well, welcome back. Thank you. And Joe? Eight years and counting. In fact, eight and a half years pretty much by the end of this calendar year. Wow. Um, a lifetime in, in the world. I actually worked dotted line with Matt in my first job at MongoDB doing kind of partner technical services. And then I moved up in the world to to run the pre-sales organization in Europe. And then I moved kind of leftwards into running developer advocacy in Europe and then ultimately running developer advocacy globally at MongoDB. And developer advocacy is part of the overall DevRel function. We've got a community team, an advocacy team, and an events team. So advocacy is the software engineers, hardcore developers who learn the product and learn to explain the product to our development community. Mm. And Mike, I do believe you're one of those people. (laughs) I I fall into that category. (laughs) Well, it's great to sit down with you both. And, you know, a lot of great announcements today. You know, we heard from Sahir and Mark in the keynote and some of the exciting innovations in the product. Matt, I'm curious, what what sticks out for you? What's your, your favorite moment? So I'll actually make more of a macro comment. Joe, I normally wouldn't cede this ground to Joe, but Joe will be smarter on the on the, the the specifics of the different announcements. But for me, what stands out as somebody who just came back after after years is just how far the product has come. I I'm I mean I was there during the time of the MongoDB as web scale when that was like new and and funny and. I always believed and continue to believe that the that MongoDB as a database was fantastic. Like there was a reason that it took off, that adoption took off. And it was because it helped helped developers become more productive faster and gave added flexibility among other benefits. And I come back 7 years later and all of that is still true. But then we also have full text search and and 
and are increasingly positioning, I think rightly positioning is more of a data platform as developers can get more, whether they want charts uh, or data visualization to uh, data lake and, and more on the analytics side. There's just so much more that the that the product can do that, that actually I think the biggest question mark for the company and for the and for the community around MongoDB going forward is is like is imagining the world beyond MongoDB as just a database. And I think we're we're rapidly getting to that point. But I think I don't know, old habits die hard and it's gonna take a while for people to to think beyond just the database. You've spent a lot of time thinking about this this type of stuff. Maybe tell the listeners where you've been for seven years. Sure. So right after I left MongoDB the first time, the only time that I left, I went to Adobe and initially helped them figure out mobile. Adobe's business was heavily desktop web centered and, and I helped drive the shift to a mobile first mobile application and mobile web. And then left, and then ran developer relations there for a few years, and then left and went to AWS. And AWS is a a great place to be. Like it's um, so I was only there two two years, but it felt like twenty. It's a pretty intense place to be in a in a mostly in a very good way. And there I ran the open source strategy and marketing team and mm -hmm. helped the company figure out how to be more engaged with open source communities and then how to how to tell those stories. And then honestly, I probably would have stayed there a while longer, but my my boss at AWS, Peter Ulander, um, decided with some encouragement from me, when he told me that the recruiter for MongoDB had reached out to him about the CMO role, I said, that was the best place I've ever worked. You have to talk with them. Mm. And when he got the job, to come here. I was already talking with Mark Porter about uh, possibly coming here, but that's just sealed it for me. I, I wanted to, Peter was the best boss I ever had. I wanted to keep working for him at the best company I've ever worked at. Fantastic. We're, we're glad to have you back. I'm really glad to be back, yeah. except for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, tell us a little bit about your thoughts around what's been announced today. So I wanted to echo uh, Matt's thoughts. We've been chasing after the relational database market for as long as I've been here. And two years ago, we caught up with 4.0 when we put in asset transactions and really we've had parity since. But in parallel, we built this amazing Atlas platform, which has gone multi-cloud and multi-server. And it's like, it's just all things to all men and all the additional functionality. For me, the icing on the cake of today's presentation was the data API, which seems like a relatively trivial incremental addition, you know, CRUD operations, what's the big deal? We've seen them in lots of other databases, but it's transformative because it opens us up to a whole new range of integration experiences. And we've already done some work on this. And um, one of my engineers, John Page, has built with the data API integrations into Oracle, where you can have a stored procedure right into an Oracle table and mirror that right to MongoDB. We've built integration with low code environments, which historically don't wanna take on the burden of integrating a whole driver, but REST APIs, they're all over that stuff. And of course, making integrations into Excel also absolutely trivial with a REST API and an unbelievable pain if you're trying to jam a driver and link it into Excel. You can do it 
but it's back-breaking work. So the data API is another piece of the jigsaw that allows developers to build amazing pictures with our software. And so I think the data API is going to be the thing that opens a ton more doors, all those low code development environments, which historically have been, I don't really know where to put my data. Well, now they've got a place to put their data and that data location is MongoDB Atlas. A super solid foundation. I mean, I can't imagine developing an app from scratch today and not starting with a really solid API. Yeah. Yeah. What about the latest announcements from today? We've got quite a few. We've got the increased frequency of release. Starting with 5.1, we'll be doing quarterly releases. I think that's pretty compelling. Yeah. Uh, but then on the almost on the flip side, you've got the ability to pin the versioned API. It, those seem different. They have to happen together. Yeah. Because I can tell you we have a huge cohort of customers that are, have built applications that they're running in production right now that just work and they need to incrementally upgrade them as if they decide to add time series it's going to be done in a planned way over the next six months so those are part two sides of the same coin you've got to have the ability to move fast at the back end with new applications but you've also got to have the ability to slow down as you move into post-production and you're now working with a huge cohort of real customers who just will not tolerate downtime. Mm. So for me, that's critical to us. And also, we're just operating at a higher velocity now. We just can't wait a year for all the new stuff to come out. Our smaller tools, uh, the Compass tool, the VS Code extension, they already operate at breakneck velocity. Mm. Now the database core team and the Atlas team are moving at the same speed. And it's a, it's a function of what our customers are looking for. Mm. I, I remember when I first was actually listening to your podcast, Mike. I don't remember, you might know which episode, but uh, when, I think it was, maybe you had Matt Keep on. I don't mm -hmm. remember. Yeah. Talking about the yeah. version Evolution. API. And I was down driving through the hinterlands of uh, southern Utah, listening to the podcast in anticipation of joining the company. And I was just blown away by that idea. For the, very, for the, for the reason that Joe said, it, it allows us to accelerate the pace of innovation without leaving customers behind. Mm. It just felt like such a powerful, powerful thing. That, yeah. Super exciting. Yeah. I, I guess it's been about a third of my career has been working at some type of software company or startup. And, you know, I'm just shocked by the maniacal focus on flexibility and ease of use for the developer. I guess maybe I'll ask both of you. I mean, what other company is so maniacally focused on the on the, the marketing side with regard to flexibility, but also, I mean, it's in the culture here. It's, yeah, it's in the culture because, I mean, I honestly, it, it's in the culture and it sort of annoyed me when I was here the first time because Elliot, the co-founder of the company, Elliot Horowitz, anything that got in the way of the developer experience, he shot down, whether that was in terms of like which which uh, features would go into community versus enterprise. If there was ever a concern that it was going to s slow developers or make their lives harder, then he always voted for developers. And I think that that, that I don't know, that, that, that that's persisted to this day. And I could say from, coming from AWS most recently, they have a maniacal... Uh, focus on the customer 
and it shows through in everything that they do and what you called out that maniacal focus on the developer and improving her experience I actually think that that's even more foundational because if you take care of that if you take care of the developer and developers are often not always but generally are going to be the ones that are building the applications that are delivering on that customer experience for their for their respective employers if you take care of the developers then everything falls into place so that was the essence that was the the recipe for success seven plus years ago when i first joined and it's the reason for the continued success in the company and mm -hmm. i think we can't we can't lose that but i haven't seen any signs since coming back that we are in danger of losing it what we see in in mongodb is something we see in a lot of the most successful companies we're moving faster than the speed of communication, which is to say we're innovating so fast internally that our customers and our wannabe and might be customers aren't actually aware of what we're doing. We launched time series like several months ago. We're still innovating around that. This is a huge departure from MongoDB moving into a brand new sector. I mean, the fastest growing database sector in the world right now is time series databases and we're perfectly placed to offer you time series, but in the context of a much broader platform of resources. So I used to say most NoSQL databases when I started MongoDB, and MongoDB kind of was in this space, was we took a feature of a database and we dialed it up to 11. We were a key value store that was faster than anybody else, or we are a time series that's faster than anybody else or we are an analytics platform that's faster than everybody else. We do columnar reads and writes faster. But when you look at the broader challenges, you need the full platform. This is why the oracles of the world dominated for so long. Now in a modern world with cloud-based platforms, rapid uh, iteration, and all the work comes after 1.0 ships, having this ability to do search and time series and online archive and data lake all in one package across all the cloud vendors. The biggest problem is our customers don't know about all this innovation. And so a lot of what we're trying to do in DevRel and in marketing is just really dial up the knowledge of what we've done because a lot of people tried MongoDB, you know it, Mike, mm -hmm. at 2.6, which is now nearly eight years ago and when this is not really the database for me. Well, this is not your dad's database. This is the database for the noughties and beyond. <laughs> nice. So thinking about all of the innovation and all of the product features that have been added to the platform, what's missing? What do you think is next? Well, I'll put, I'll put on my partner hat for a second. And I think there are some things that we may end up doing ourselves, who knows, but there's some things in the immediate future that I think we need to get even better on. I talked before, I mentioned that before we were just a database, now we're a data platform um, and, or increasingly go there. And part of that data platform, it's not that interesting if it's just us that are like, it's, I mean, it is great that we have full text search. It is great that we have the data lake integration. It is great that we have charting and I, sh I should say charting so that mm -hmm. We've had sharding for a long time. It's great that we have all these things, but it's even better if we're through the API that, that Joe talked about and other means we're enabling companies like Confluence and, and Google Cloud and, and others to 
build with or on top of MongoDB, the application data platform, that to me is, so there's, there's lots of things quote unquote missing, but I think that's a good thing. Like it's good that we can rely on partners to fill in some of those gaps. And some of those gaps similar to in the past where we've um, acquired Realm to add a native integration of, of mobile database and, and other things. Some of these things we will integrate ourselves, but I like the fact that we that we're taking a very much a platform and partner mindset in terms of how we expand because we're always going to be able to do a lot more through with others than than we could build on our own. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Porter nailed this at the end of the keynote today and our job is to take away all the pain and leave the database and the data platform. And so trying to smooth the interlock between the different components, making sure that you don't need to worry about whether to shard or not to shard. You don't need to worry about where you add your indexes. We've built up an enormous body of knowledge on how all this should work in the broadest range of cases. I think our challenge as a company is to make good on that promise of literally taking away the pain and leaving the database. Mm, yeah. Well. I'm cognizant that there's a lot going on today. I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I do want to ask you, what's your favorite thing about .local London? People. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that it's, that it's here. People. Yeah. Meeting, I'm, I mean, you know how fast MongoDB is growing, Mike. Meeting people who I hired a year and a half ago for the first time and meeting customers and partners and people who are in the community and just being face-to-face, -face, it's magical. Yeah. It truly has been a really exciting day and it's not over yet. Yeah, I think uh, the company's done it in a safe way, but same thing. Just seeing seeing you in yeah. in person, seeing Joe in person. Some some things are better than others. <laughs> I frown when you said, <laughs> "Yeah." Some things are better than others, but no, like it, it's it's the people, and it's this feeling of you sometimes get it. You can definitely get it online, but it's this feeling of like I look out and in the in the during the keynotes this morning, and there's a lot of people there. And you're like, oh yeah, this is a, this is bigger than just me coming to work at a company. This is this is and always has been about this community around MongoDB, and it's awesome to come here and see individual people like like Joe said, but also just the the mass of people that really care about MongoDB, the community. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Brené Brown talks about connection and vulnerability. Both of those are very difficult to achieve when you're on the end of a Zoom link. Yeah, for sure. Well, gents, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I hope to have you back. Oh, thanks. Would buddy. love that. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. And thanks to Joe and Matt for joining me today. Make sure you head on over to the MongoDB community interact with other MongoDB developers, software developers doing the same thing that you're doing. That's at community.mongodb.com. Would love to hear from you via a rating and a comment on the podcast network of your choice, Apple Podcasts, for example. You can leave us a rating, let us know what you think of the show, what you'd like to hear. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.